You are listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Melbourne to Baltimore, from London to Piraeus. We are four Olympiacos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you'll never lose the latest updates and stories of the team you love. This is our team, our city, and our land. You're listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast. Shit team, change of intro. That's uh, the old intro is back, everyone. That was an accident, fuck's sake. Uh, sorry, everyone, for that. Welcome, Costa. Hold on, Labro. Hold on, Labro. It's that kind of night, isn't it? <laughs> it's, the, it's that kind of night. The old intro is back. No, it's not. But anyway, guys, um, good evening, uh, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be. Uh, it is currently 10.30 at night here in Brussels, in Belgium. Um, me and Costa finished watching Olympiacos just get thoroughly dominated by Freiburg. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Do you know. want me to start? Yeah, you can start. I really don't want to. Okay. All right. Well, it's been a long time, guys. Well, it feels like it's been a bit of a while. Um, thanks for joining again on, on such a night. It's um, It's been a party off the pitch. It's been disaster on the pitch tonight. Uh, everything seems to be overshadowed by these these massive massive signings that we're making for for Greek football and the state that Greek football finds itself in. Um, otherwise, everything on the pitch is just going from from bad to worse at the moment. It seems um, we hinted at it before. Carlos Corbaran has got a, I think, seemingly impossible task a task that's way above his his pay grade possibly 39 year old manager that's in way way beyond his head um i think uh, labra and i were talking about this and we're diving straight into things already here but this is a manager who if he'd started like martins in april and he had time to you know work pre-season work with the team maybe we would see something good Maybe we'd see something really good. But right now, looking at this squad, I mean, sometimes like for, I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, it's nice to have Olympiacos in the spotlight across the world and everyone's talking about the club and what we're doing off the pitch. But I'm sorry, but we're a bit of a, we're a ridicule on the pitch. That's the problem now. And you've got to wonder what players like Marcelo and, and James Rodriguez are thinking when they're up in the box watching watching this kind of performance. And everything is really stacked against them. And I've got to say also, guys, like, I mean, look at the roster. You've said it before, like, how many, how many central attacking midfielders do we have now? More than four. Uh, Valbuena, uh, we bought in Zinkenagel, we got rid of him uh, Juan can play 10, Biel can play 10, did I mention Fortunis, uh, Rodriguez, that's six players. And then you've got four players up front now. And Bakambu uh, coming in with uh, Abu Bakar Kamara, El Arabi, uh, Wijoy Juan. Uh, 
can a thirty nine can can a thirty nine year old manager handle that? And I'm I'm not I'm not sitting here telling saying you know sack him or don't sack him, but if you do sack him, then who comes in? Who in their right mind right now takes this job? Take one look at Libyagos's roster and says, "What am I supposed to do with that? With a game every three days? When when does a manager even have time to work with the players? When he doesn't have time, they play a game. The next day, the players that played, they do they do therapy, like they rest, they do massage or whatever, they do light training, and then maybe a day of half a day tactics video." When when do they train stuff? And okay, there's an international break coming now, but what's that like a, a week, ten days, fifteen max? Um, uh, yeah, it's uh, and, and to talk a little bit about the game today, it started off a bit like Maccabi, and like the Nant game. Within three four minutes, Nant had an opportunity. Today, it was within the space of one. I think they had their first shot on target from a mistake from Bar, and, uh, and then they got that free kick, and it's the same old story. Free kick, set piece, 1-0. Boom, easy. First five minutes. Whatever game plan there was going into the game, done. And it's true. like Things haven't gone our way. Like We haven't had that luck. But I also I, I said it to Labra when we were watching the game. I feel like any luck... All the luck that we we rode over last year, the last year and a half, is coming back to bite. It always it always comes uh, it always comes back to bite you the other way. Football uh, in football, you you get what you deserve in time, and um, voila, that 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 was uh, you know then two nil easy. It was easy. It was easy for them at half time. There was. The team just looked completely demoralised after the goal. Not that we can say the team went into the game well. It was just, it was too easy. There was no man marking. They were marking with the eyes. Margana Madan Madia. And uh, you saw that all throughout the game. It was far too easy, far too easy. And I, see, I think I said it on the last show. If we finish third in this group, it will be nothing short of a footballing miracle if we finish third in this group. Because Olympiacos is on the pitch right now, 11 players running around, not knowing what to do, who they're playing with, how they want to play. And we're, we're going to be playing against three teams, Carabag, Nantes and, uh, and Freiburg today, that are a team of 11 players playing football and we're not doing that right now i'll stop there we've got much more to say we'll be here for as long as we can um we haven't even i'm sorry we haven't looked at the comments yet um that's that's my intro yeah um i don't know it's like i've forgotten how to do this it's been like over a month since i think i've done a podcast i don't even know what to say anymore um I don't know where to begin. I think that's the biggest problem. Where do you begin? Where do you begin? I think you begin with the organization of the club um, and the transfer strategy and the strategy in of itself or the lack of transfer strategy, let's say. Um, or not even strategy, transfer strategy, strategy in general. 
I still have the question who is running the club, who is running the club. I I don't know who is making this, who is giving all this money to James Rodriguez and Marcelo. Um, uh, a Spanish journalist came out and said that Miltiadis Marinax was the one who decided to sign Marcelo. Is that how we like make a transfer? He was the one who kind of thought that up and just did it. Like, it was exciting. I was there. I, got, I think people wanted a reason to, to to get excited. You know, people went to the stadium, blah, blah, blah. Like, it was a great bam. But James Rodriguez is a Finnish football player. Like, okay, he's a legendary. Maybe he'll want to turn his career around. But, like, he's played, like, 10 football games in two years. It's really – like, what, what do you expect from him? Uh, Marcelo is not even going to play the first three games of this Europa League campaign. Like, what is the point? And now we have Cedric Bakambu coming in, Kasami, this six from Hoffenheim. Um, like, who is making these decisions? Like, where is this all coming from? Where was this plan? Like, who signs five players on September 15th? It's insane. It's, I don't know, like, I don't know what to say. Like, there's no Omar Al-Abdalawi maybe coming back. Like, why? What? What's the point of all of this? Who's making these decisions? Like, what? I, I don't understand. We have four strikers now. Cedric Bakambu, like, maybe amazing for Olympiacos. It's exciting, but what are we doing here? We have... El Arabi, we paid 5 million euros for Abu Bakar Kamara. We have Yujo Huang, who was huge bang. We were able to pull it off. We got it through. Um, and then we, of course, have El Arabi, who we gave more than 2 million euros a season to. What are we doing? It's just odd. Going to today, going to Corberan. Labor, I think we lost you. Either that or there's something wrong with my connection. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to slowly start going through through the comments. And again, guys, thanks for thanks for the turnout today. Uh, what is a rather depressing night. Another one this season. That's now two wins in 12 games this season for Olympiacos. Um Good times and bad like we always say we're here do like and subscribe if you haven't done so already help spread the word uh, gate seven international always here for you connecting olibiakos fans all around the world millionaire says olibiakos will not win the league this season we'll finish fourth in the group mark my words yeah, I think I share your sentiment with regards to the group. I think it's very, very difficult. Uh, and, and like I said, it will be nothing short of a footballing miracle, in my view, if we do manage to to get out of this group, even into the conference. I think that should be our our aim to finish third, uh, at least, at least. But I, I'm, I'm struggling to see it. I'm struggling to, to see that happen. And as for the league, the league's a long stretch, guys. And um, the playoffs the last few years, uh, it's it's been a, it's been done. You know, the, the league's been finished the last few the last few seasons in in December already. 
one of the questions that I've asked recently is, are we ready? Are we prepared? Do we want as fans to see a competitive league? Uh, by competitive, I mean that the, the league doesn't end in January. Yeah? We're, we're a couple of points off the top right now. Uh, Panathinaikos is, is riding a wave of euphoria because yeah, they think they can win the league this season. But um, it's up to us. It's always up to Olympiakos in these situations. And uh, even even the, the league is going to be more challenging than other years, guys. That's um, that's for sure. The, um, the press in Greece were saying that there would be some players leaving Olympiakos and that the, the roster will, will shape up. But, but, but right now, we, we keep saying it again and again, the, ro the roster is so bloated. How can you work with this team as a coach? How? How do you work with the team as a coach with so many players to manage? And now this, yeah, again, the 39-year-old coach with all these egos, these big, uh, big name players, can he handle it? Can he handle it? Now, I don't know if Labros is going to be joining me again. Um, but in the meantime, as it, it is one of those nights, I am going to be dropping the link into the chat for whoever whoever wants to join and say their piece, talk about the game, anything you guys want, all things go on Gate 7 International. Join me for a chat. The link's copied into the chat box now if you guys want to join. Lippon. Our friend KN803 says, Ο κόσμο χαίρεται που βλέπει ότι έστω και αργά πρόεδρο κάνει μεταγραφέ σε επίπεδο του πανωράφη. Επίση, έχουμε την κρυφή ελπίδα να πάρουμε την τρίτη θέση και βγαίνοντα conference να το πάρουμε. Um, quick translation for non-Greek speakers or those whose Greek isn't so good. Uh, he says, uh, our friend here says that the fans are happy to see uh, the president making moves in the transfer markets um, at the, even at this late hour. Um, top shelf signings um, with a small hope of getting third place and, and taking the conference league. I think that's uh, that's a dream, mate. And we can, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, we keep on dreaming. Is is basically what you're what you're saying there. I think. So again, Kn, Torot, Mena, Thakradishmo, Dogorberan. Are we going to keep Korberan? Yeah, players have come in that even he wasn't expecting. Can he? Can he? Uh, impose am I back himself? or am I not back? I don't know. Uh, can you? I am I back? I don't know. Uh, can you hear you're me? Back. You're back. You're can back. You're back. You're a bit fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you, Labro. You're a bit fuzzy though. <laughs> and I think we lost Labro again. I Jesus Christ. Did, did you just hear me say Wi-Fi from Wish? No. I mean, uh, mate, try try resetting your internet and coming back, man. Give me a second. So look at my eyes, DC. This team's gives me gives me migraines if I see Bukhalagis, Masuelas, or Ebchuksis on the starting lineup ever again. I think I will have a stroke. <laughs> okay. Concept Calcio, twenty years as a fan, I've never felt so hopeless and unfun as it does not allow. To follow this team yeah mate none of us are having a lot of fun right now um it's a very it's a very weird very weird season i mean first of all this whole transfer window thing is very pr 
prototype, very unique. It's the first time we've seen this in Greece. Uh, many of you probably asking the question, would we be able to make these kinds of signings? Uh, James Rodriguez, Kasami, uh, this, uh, this lad that's come from Samaseku, the, the lad that came from Hoffenheim. We probably wouldn't have been able to make these signings if the window shut in in uh, end of September, like like everywhere else in Europe. But um, I see there is there is no football logic. There's no football logic to making these signings right now. Um, what do I mean by that? We're making it, it, while it's good that we sign good players, the, the, the situation on the roster is just impossible. Like some of those players that were playing today, deservedly, like they, they may not play again, but just like imagine their psychology. Like nobody knows what the hell is going on at the club. Uh, the players included, the players included, some of those that are playing today, there are players running around training session, the, the, the training ground that don't just don't have a clue where this club's going. There are players going out, not going out, players coming in. Uh, uh, and and just another footballing comment. I don't know if somebody's raised this in the chat already, but I tweeted something, uh, a question. I, I tweeted a question last week. The question was, what is Olympiacos's best centre-back pairing? What is Olympiacos' best centre-back pairing? And if you go to my account and you look at the responses and the plethora of different responses received, that says a lot. That says a lot. And I hear a lot about Corberan has changed the centre-back pairing all the time. He doesn't. He, he keeps rotating the squad too much. Uh, if he didn't rotate the squads, then the players are so crocked from pre-season that they'll be getting carrying injuries into you know the next game and God knows how long. And with centre-backs, if Costas Manolas and Socrates Papasathopoulos are either sitting on the bench or... Or, or not, we're in the stands. Like I haven't seen much from them to, you know, for me to say that those two deserve a starting spot right now. It's it's awful. We have not had a centre back, a, a stable centre back pairing since Semedo. Semedo and Meria or Semedo and Ba. That that to me says a lot. And I'm going to drop something in the poll right now, uh, guys. Please go ahead and vote on this. Uh, the question I'm going to be asking is, who is most to blame for our current situation? The players, Corberan, Martins, or club management? Okay? So I'm going to drop that into the into the YouTube poll. Go ahead and vote in that. I'm curious to see what you guys have to say. Labro, I think you're back now. Am I back? I don't know if I'm back. I hope I'm back. This shitty Belgian Wi-Fi, as they say. Belgian Wi-Fi from Wish. <laughs> uh, it's obviously the management. The management is so incompetent on so many levels. Honestly, if they were running a company, they would all be fired completely, you know, let, let's be real what's the one current here you know and then they 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 hired the coach Goberan, who's like 36 years old and has only coached a tiny village team in england um after he finished his first season 20th and 20th place i guess Goberan, that's correct 
it's all on them. They made their bed with the manager. The manager looks so out of his depth. Like this is an experienced locker room. This is a locker room with a lot of big names, big budgets. Carlos Coberan is a manager who worked really well. Um, I think in Huddersfield where there was no such thing as big names, big players, you know, um, I think you you mentioned already whether Koberan is a good coach or not. I think he probably is a very good coach. I just don't think this is the right situation for him. And I think the the toxicity and situation is going to eat him alive. I think he's finished tonight. They should have just pulled the plug and fired him. That's again. This is. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say like Koberan's finished. He needs to go. Like he's. But I think he's completely out of his depth. And does anyone see a situation where this turns around? Like, I can't see a situation where it turns around. What they need to do is we brought in the... They need to go full Turkish. Okay, they decided we're going with Miltiadis Marinakis to make the signings and Vredzos and big names, James Rodriguez, Marcelo. Now you you get the big coach. You know what I mean? You don't go sign Marcelo, James Rodriguez and blah, blah, blah. And go with Carlos Corberan, right? You bin Corberan and you bring in a big name coach. You give him big money. You blah, 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 blah. You go full Turkish. They're, they can't just go half Turkish, you know? They can't just bring in the big names and the big players and the big salaries. Go full Turkish. You've decided you're going to turn this club into a Turkish club, a Besiktas, a Galatasaray. Take the full step. Sink it, you know? Who knows what the state of the club is financially now, too? Massive contracts of players you will never sell. What was the big problem at Olympiacos? You idiots brought in so many free transfers of players you cannot sell. So what did you idiots decide? It's brilliant. It's brilliant. You signed more shitty older players who you cannot sell on massive wages. Like, who would have thought? Fucking fantastic idea. Fantastic stuff. And so... What they need to do now is they're going full Turkish, baby. Here we go. They're, they need to bring in the big-name coach. The big stars are here, and they that's it. You, you can't go half in. You can't, you can't go cheap on the coach. You can't go 200,000 euros on the coach. It's time to bring the money. We're, we've decided we're going all out, guys. This is it. So Koberan is toast. He's going to, we need the big name. We need the big washed up coach who's going to come here with his big CV. Laurent Blanc is someone I think is perfect for what they want. A coach who's failed in the Middle East, but done good things at big teams and blah, blah, blah. It's time, time to do it, guys. That's it. They made the decision. They made their bed. They destroyed the team. Now, now it's time for them to, to, to go all in. It's time for them to go all in. They destroyed the team. Now, now they can they can finish it by by firing Corberan and hiring the big coach. There you go. That's my opinion, Costa. If you're gonna go all in of all these players and big names of washed up players, who who knows what they're gonna be? You gotta go all in on the. Uh, you you gotta go all in on the coach. No, you got to no. find a washed up coach. You got to do it. You 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 have so many washed up players. You got to you got to get the washed up coach. 
I want to thank Ira Kaur for the uh, the kind donation, even if it's a very spicy comment there that I don't think Labro is going to want to comment on. Labro, for you, man. No, I'm not going to <laughs> Anyway, um, I saw a couple of comments already about coaches, and I, I know this is an opinion that's been going around a lot. ASG7 says, Pistev of Sigmio Mitzvah, Satan Kalir Tuluhi. So it's, it's not a bad one, but the thing is, you know, come on, come no, on. What I mean is, at this point, is not a football coach. He's more of a model, and like, you know, those people who sell out like hotel ballrooms. Yeah. You know, those guys who like sell the hotel ballrooms, and they're like, "You're not getting women because of this or that, or you're not making money in business." They're like snake oil salesmen. Okay, that's a bit mean, but like, he's one of those people who's like motivates you, and like, I love you, I put my arm around you. Like, the guy has failed everywhere he's gone post-Olympiacos. Like, he's the perfect man for the job. Like, he's the perfect man for this shit team that they've completely made. They they need to, to go all in, I think. I, I can't wait for... Who's going to select the new coach? We don't know who selected Corberan, to be honest. I think it was Steve I, I, Cooper was like, hey, that guy Corberan was a decent coach in the final. I'll maybe take him. What are we, idiots here? Fuck's sake. I I don't know. Well, we have we, we have a guest waiting that would like I'm to share sure. his perspective. So we'll stop. Um, both of us will stop ranting and I'll I'll bring in uh, our friend. Hi, guys. Yes, 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 yes. I, I just want to say, man, I appreciate y'all, man. This I, I watch this show all the time, and it's good to be able to hear some Olympiacos opinions in English. So I appreciate y'all. Just wanted to say that. Thank, thanks, man. Thanks, Thank man. For... Where are you calling from? I'm in uh, Greece right now. I'm in Livadia. Oh, shit. oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So, man, that was bad, man. That was really bad. That made me really sad. I really thought yeah. we had a at least a hint of a hope going into this because – there was always like at least some positives in the other games. I, I believed so. Maybe it didn't look good, but you know, you see Pep BL and you're like, oh man, something. If we can just get Pep in that 10 spot, maybe Huang comes in. No, 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 no. That was that was that was embarrassing, man. That look that was like Haifa over all over again. It was just it hurts my soul, man. It really genuinely does. It hurts my soul to see the team play like that. I mean, we're we're selfish with we're, we're we're selfish fans, man. Let's be honest. We've had everything we've asked for for the past however many years, and now it's just not working out for us. And uh, it's just it's it sucks, man. It sucks because I think of Marcelo and James watching that game today, and I just think they're nudging each other like, "Yo, what the what?" <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Oleg Rebchuk plays again. Uh, not to, you know, hate on the guy too much. He didn't – it wasn't his fault. Not to – I'm not going to say it. But, but, like, come on, man. We're, come on. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Can someone please tell me what we're doing, man? Oh, it hurts my soul. It hurts my soul so bad. I, I don't know if I don't know if you guys played football manager, but um, to, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure both of you probably have at one yeah, point in life. Of course. But, but, but to me, like, what's been happening the last – few weeks yeah this week in particular it just it just feels like me 15 years ago or 20 years ago i forget 
playing football manager as a student and getting to deadline day and just signing up all these wicked free transfers and thinking, oh, oh yeah, let's get let's get all these players. And then you realise, yeah. oh, shit, I've got 40, 50 players on my squad and their morale is really low because we're not <laughs> winning games. And I, it's, it's hard for you to turn it around and you're like, oh, God. It's like, oh, come on, man, seriously? Like, it, it really does feel a little bit like football manager gone wrong at the moment. It has to be said. Uh, we brought back Manolas, Socrates, and Retzos. And like what you were talking about earlier, what's our best centre-back pairing? I, what? A I pairing? A pairing? Bro, um, Socrates and Manolas were ousted from the international team for losing to the Faroe Islands twice together. That happened with them together. And we expected to bring them in to play together. And, oh, it's going to work this time for sure. Um, I don't know. I... I and Mano, I, I think Manolas just doesn't want to play anymore. I don't understand why he's not playing out there. He seems to be our strongest individual center back whenever he plays. But does he want to be out there? That's the only explanation I can see to why he's not playing. Um, Socrates' last few performances have been, oh, so bad. Um, and this is coming from an Arsenal fan. I love the guy, man. I love the guy. I really do. I genuinely do love the guy. But – the performances are just not there, man. After that missed kick, uh, I forget who who it was against. Was it against Napoleon? Yeah. Um, or uh, no, it was Bratislava at home. That's right. right. After yeah. that, I, I'm just looking at my friend. We're watching the game together. I'm like, I don't want him to play anymore, man. Like, I this is just – it's sad. It's sad. He's complaining to the ref. You watch the replay. He just missed. It's yeah. Come on, buddy. Come on. We got Sisa and Bob playing together. And for a couple of games, you saw them playing together, and you're thinking, oh, maybe they can rekindle some type of partnership. Nah, man, it's just it's all hopeful thinking. I mean, yeah, it's all hopeful thinking. And again, I'm 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 just hoping that Marcelo can bring something. But what are we hoping that he'll bring? He's not even a good defender. He's he's good at bringing the ball forward and creating chances. He's basically an he's basically a defensive ten, if that makes any sense. I know you know what I mean. He like cuts inside, tries to create opportunities. Is that what this team needs? Like you said earlier, we've got five tens now. Zinker Nagel experiment failed. Apparently, I read some comment. He's like trashing Corbeton or something like that. I don't know the validity of that. Um, Fortunis is still on the fringe. Where is Kenny Lala? I don't want him playing. Don't get me wrong. What? Where? Where are these players? Are they here? Are they? Are they, they are. are they just on vacation? No, oh, they're they're at the training center. That's a crazy thing. Yeah, bro, it blows my mind how we've gotten to this point. It is yeah. mismanagement to the T. It's not you can't blame Corbeton. I'm sorry, bro. Corbeton, I feel sorry for him because I think in another reality, this man would be killing it right now. Pedro should have been fired two fucking years ago. Forgive me. I'm getting you know what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let I, it out. No, it's it's shambles, my friend. Yeah. It's shambles. It's, it's no, it, it's, um... I agree so much. Your point about Corberan, like, I see he's the guy who it's almost Martins before Martins. If he, if Corberan came in April and was able to build a team and run preseason, I think you could see it. But at this moment in time, a manager like Corberan may not be it. And this is not me saying like Corberan shit, the results, but it's literally just you have big names, you have big egos, you're dealing with a shit show. There's no technical director at the club. 
you have 25 players who are pissed off that's who are not able to get transfers blah 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 throwing fits you need you need someone who walks in the dressing room and everyone shuts up and they listen you know like someone who's had a big career almost like a former player that's where slavon bilic comes in you know like just like he was linked at the job and is he probably a good manager no he's gotten washed up in the middle east and china but you need someone along those lines to basically you can tell like Mathieu Vabuena is like the same age of Carlos Corberan. And it, it, it's just like, I don't know. It, it, the, the, the locker room is just not a place where a young manager could come in and thrive. But so that's why I'm thinking we, we need to, it, it's really shitty. Honestly, I think Corberan, if I was him, I would save myself and try to get out of here as fast as I could. If I was him, I would walk. Honestly, I would walk if I was him. You you think he's going to survive Sunday night? Adi's away. But I don't think he's going to make it. I don't think he's going to make it, guys. Like I I don't I don't know how he he comes back from that. James Rodriguez going to play Sunday night? Like Stefano, what did you what, what did you answer on the poll that we put on YouTube? Um, let's see. Who's the most to blame for the current? Ah, um, oof. That's tough, man. Club management. It's got to be club management. I mean, these decisions just don't make sense. Um, and again, I'll, I'll bring it back to what I consider the biggest problem, like at, a, at face value. It's the bloat in the squad. I mean, these these are people, man. These are players, but it's not football manager, like you said, man. These are people. These are people. They're seeing their friends, their uh, teammates. You know, these are real people. And how are you supposed to build chemistry when there's 50 people? You you might not even know some of these guys at this point. Yeah. I mean, they're about to have five new guys come into training um, over the next few days. Yeah, they they're they're already bloated. I thought we were getting sales. I I saw that tweet from yesterday and it said, oh, some outgoings as well. That's what excited me. <laughs> I see James Rodriguez coming in. I'm like, okay. Great. Um, what are we going to do, man? Yeah. Pet BL is a great team. Maybe I think we uh, can build the squad around him, if anybody, if we're going to actually build around somebody. But how are we going to keep anybody at this mm. point? Anybody that's worth their worth their weight is going to want to leave. Yeah. I no, I, uh, I when I was in Greece, the I was able to, to go to a lot of the games in the press section. I actually got to speak with quite a few few players during my time there. Um, and I'm not going names or deep details here, but a theme that arose was the locker room is so big and people are pissed off, um, because they're not playing. They were promised things. They came or they were coming back and management promised things and those weren't granted to them. And they're in a locker room with 40 people. This is, this was, this is not me saying this. This is what I was told by not just one player, but a player, let's say. Um, and the club promised certain players things and they didn't get it. And they're pissed off and they go to other players and they say like, what the fuck, fuck this, blah, 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 fuck that. And then there's other players who came to Olympiacos to play in Europe, to play like blah, 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 and didn't even make the European list, right? I'm thinking Leidner, I'm thinking De La Fuente, I was thinking Zinkranago before he got cut. The club promised these people Europe, for the record. When they sign 
Olympiakos can't go, I'm promising you Greek football, right? They can't. They, who's coming for that? They promised right. them. Like De La Fuente, let's take the example. Everyone was shitting on De La Fuente Sunday night. Fair enough. Like, what, what a shit game. But you're Conrad De La Fuente. Your goal when you came to Olympiakos is I want to play matches. I want to play in Europe so I can go to the World Cup. He, he's an American international. He wants to go to Qatar. It's a dream of followers to play for their national team at a World Cup. Like, the chances they get that is very low. So you come to Olympiacos. Olympiacos promises you you're going to play Europa League. You may play Champions League, blah, blah, blah. And you go and you get cut. And then the fans tell you, go play with Pasianina. Meanwhile, you look and your dream of playing in the World Cup since you've had as a kid is over. The club lied to you that you're going to play, and you got cut. And now they say, go play with Pasianina for weeks when their dream of playing, you need to understand it from their perspective, their dream of playing in the World Cup since they were kids is over. You think they want to go play with Pasianina? You think their mind is like on Greek football? No, you've destroyed them. You've burned them. It, it's, it's mismanagement on the highest order. And then the fans, I understand. They're still professional footballers. I understand, but you cannot do that to people. You can also the French players. You can't destroy Kenny Lala's career and then bring him back and be like, okay, he's back. Like, and all the French guys don't talk about this. They don't feel pain for their friends who's been destroyed. His career's over. Like, it's mismanagement. These people should be gone. Their their contract should be dissolved because keeping them around the club is like leeches, leeches. And, and I see this comment from Sal, 100% they're professionals, but they're making millions. Yes, of course. But you got to understand human psychology, like people, they're humans, you know, they're not robots. I'm making millions. I don't feel emotions. I put it all above. It, it, it's like that, guys. I'm like, I'm sorry that I'm making excuses for players and millionaires, but they, it, it, it it's, it's like that. It's deeper than these things. Uh, in my opinion, it, it it's mismanagement. A lot of the also the Greek guys, man, the Greek guys like Vrusai, Andrusos. Uh, we keep we keep going. Kutris, they have no future, guys. Like they have no future whatsoever, and they're still around the team. Like, why are they here? You think that's good for the locker room having those guys around? I don't know. This that that's my opinion. From being there up close and seeing these things and listening and just being around, that that's what I took away. So, yeah, I, people can take that and say I'm making excuses for players and coaches and blah blah blah. But that that's kind of what I saw and speaking with people. That's what I that's what I learned. So. There you go. You have some insights there from Labro, who had chances to to speak with people in and around the team while he was in Greece. So take what you will. Take what that. you will. You you guys can say like, oh, that's bullshit. But I, I it, it really forms my opinion on a lot of these things because you can guys, see it. it. You can hear it. You You can feel it when you're there. And I really felt like I've been negative on Corberan from the start, not because he's a bad coach. I'm going to reiterate that. Not because he's a bad coach, but because this situation is impossible for anyone. 
and that's what you understand when you're there. Like, I don't know who can turn it around. That's, I mean, the, 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 the club's got big, big decisions to make. Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. Guys, if you haven't voted on the poll already, um, over 100 people have voted up until now. Get in there and, and, and click. Uh, who is most to blame for our current situation? A, the players. B, Corberan. C, Martins. D, club management. Right now, club management's in the lead. 55%. Go ahead and vote if you haven't already. Um, this channel is here for you guys. Um, Gates of International by the fans, for the fans. Your voice. Um, tell us what you guys think. Stefane, I, I want to ask you a question before before we let you go because uh, uh, one of the last comments here was about settling on a lineup, mm. having a steady lineup. And, and maybe this is a, a tricky question for you. But bearing in mind the players that we have right now, who would you like to see as a as a starting lineup as this season continues to develop? That is start, start from the goalie all the way up to the front. If you could pick a starting eleven, who would you like to see? Don't have to, don't have to take it too seriously. Just the first thing that pops to your head. No, for sure. Um... Vaslik for sure. I mean, it's just the obvious choice for goal. Uh, I love Zolakis. I love Zolakis. I love that kid. I hope we give him an opportunity at some point. Just putting that out there. I have, I, I, I love to see Greek players shine, especially the young ones. I want them to get opportunities. Um, I think, Costa, I think you've said it a few times before that you want to see us put more faith into our academy. I'm a big believer in that as well. Um, anyway, um, so goalkeeper Vaslik. Left back, uh, not Reabzuk, probably. It's got to be Marcelo, I guess. But Re uh, the thing with Marcelo is he's not going to be able to play 90 minutes week in, week out. Assume assume everyone's fit. Let's make it easy. Assume everyone's fit, no, ready no. to go. Like, who'd you pick? You, you yeah, Marcelo. You, you got to make it easier. That's <laughs> Yeah. Because no, with this team, there's if. If blank is fit, if blank is happy, if blank shows up, like, Oh, it's it's funny, I'm probably going to forget players going forward too. But anyway, like Marcelo, Manolas, um, Cisse. Although Cisse stresses me the fuck out lately. God, that man. I don't know. Um, right back. I want to say Versalco, but the dude has not performed well either. Um, between him and Avila, it's tough, man. It's tough. I'm going to say Versalco just because if he can get a bit more fit. Yeah, let's say that. Fully fit, Versalco. Um, DM, Mvila. Huang in the middle, 100%. Next to... Man, we've got new the new signings, too. It's tough. Um, I know Huang for sure. I want Huang there. I'd say Kunde for now. Um, he's at least running. He's at least trying. But, I mean, you could say that about Ramchuk, too, so I don't know. Ah, anyway, it's tough, man. It's tough. Uh, the Gadi Biel, the dude is an absolute star. He, he's, he looks good in this team. That's all I'll say about Biel. Um, left and right wing. Man, I don't want to see Masuda anymore. Oh. You've, you've, you've put one midfielder too much. How did I? How many did I put? Did I say three? Envila, Juan, Kunde, and Biel. You got to take one out. 
That's right. Okay, I'll take Kunde out then. Kunde out. Yep. Yeah. 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 Sorry about that. Um, the wingers, man. I don't know. What are my options even? God. Oh, Hamez has to be one of them. I guess he's slow though. He's not a fast player. So, and I don't like BL as much on the wing. So that's a tricky one. I really want BL to be at the 10, but Hamas is literally a 10. So I don't know, maybe interchange them somehow. And on the Seems other like wing, someone didn't really think that through. Jesus Christ. It's, it's oh, weird, God. man. It's incredible. There, there was something that, that, there was a discussion today on, on the radio. Um, I think it was Gessadis on his podcast. He, he made the point, if if we'd assigned Rodriguez while he was free before the window closed end of September, would we have signed Pep Biel? Mm. But now, like, you know, he's remained free and it's like, oh, can we sign James Rodriguez? You know, he used to be a really top, top player and had an amazing World Cup in 2014 and Carlo Angelotti took him to different clubs. Right. Uh, and he's, you know, great for marketing. But are we even going to market these players? Like, fuck, we get people texting us all the time. Like, oh, how can we watch the game in Korea? How can we watch the games in Colombia? And we don't even have a service to do that. Um, mm-hmm. and anyway, yeah. this is something that Great we're working point. on and we'll come back to you on this. Uh, but sorry. So, yeah, Hammers, one of the wingers. Who's the other winger? Who are What, what are my other options? Because I'm not picking Masuras. I'm sorry. At this break, no. no. Masuras, Baula, Gary Rodriguez, uh, Gary, no. James, De La Fuente. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, it's got to be Bowler for now. I mean, he can he can dribble really well. I think you guys have obviously seen that, but I want I want to see what he can do with an extended run. I think he could possibly put it together. I'll say Bowler, sure. Um, up front and up top. Up top, El Arabi, man. It's got to be. I mean, Weijo has just been poor. There's no other way to put it. He's been poor. I mean, Kamarad, I don't understand that signing whatsoever. <laughs> um, the other Kamarad might as well be gone as well. Add him to the list of players that we're paying. Yeah, but none of these guys are gone. The window's closed in Greece. It is 12.20 or past midnight, 20 minutes past midnight. The window's closed. So... Is Andruto still here? Is Verusai still here? Blah 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 blah. Are these guys still here? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, and then we got we got the Bakumbu, right? What was it? Bakumbu? Bakumbu. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I won't so be I surprised. Want to see what he can do, I guess. Yeah. I won't be surprised if he starts on the weekends. Honestly, like uh, if he gets minutes, like because situation yeah. is uh, it's dire. It's dire. It's dire. It's dire straits. Yeah. It really is. Man. But, you know, this could have been so different. It could have been so... Corberan could have come in and the team could have been like, fuck, the problem is the locker room is toxic. The locker room is broken. Um, let's get rid of so many players. Like, let's shift some dead wood. Let's get rid of it. Happy to see you, Manos. Thank you. Uh, let's let's basically rebuild. Let's bring in like a few quality players, like Pep Biel. But let's get rid of all of these... Deadwoods, get rid of De La Fuente, get rid of Zinkernagel. Let's say if the coach didn't like Zinkernagel, he didn't want to be here. I don't know what the situation was. Um, you know what I mean? Empty the roster and empty the roster and build a team around some academy kids playing as rotation, but a few really good signings. Like you get BL, you get a big winger, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But instead, it's been like, 
nothing has changed. Like, there was no effort to move some of these players on. It was just like the window will continue, the window will continue, and just boom, they all brought it in. I will say, like, one thing is like a devil's advocate to say, like, in defense of the management, I guess, is moving on Deadwood isn't easy. No, um, it's not. Players that um, you don't want, there's a reason you don't want them. Most of the time, other teams aren't going to want them. And that's when I look back to, like I said, I'm an Arsenal fan, and I look at past two years, Arsenal were literally paying players to fuck off. So Karatis was yeah. one of them. Yeah, and yeah. it was embarrassing. It fucking sucked. I'm reading the news every week like, oh, we're, we just paid another guy to leave. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Oh, gosh. And now we're – But we have to do the, the same I mean, thing. That's. I don't know, man. I, I'm just saying it might get to a point where that might be the only option. And the it is the, it, the the window's closed. It's over. This is this yeah. is it. This is the only option. Like La La, they couldn't find a move for. Like they couldn't find him. You you have to rip up the contract. You got to tell him to get lost. You can't keep him. This idea of rehab and Omar Abdullah, he's gonna come back now too. So now, how many right backs do we have? Um. I don't. I don't think that was. I don't think that's. Is been that confirmed not confirmed yet? The Kasami one is, but the Omar yeah. one's not. But anyway, the main point oh, is. Kasami, I forgot Kasami. Oh, yeah, Kasami's coming. Yeah, yeah. So could you uh, imagine? Could you imagine if you're Agi Bukamara? Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine if you're Agi Bukamara? Agi Bu should have been sold for like 15 mil. You remember when he was literally our best player for a few like months? He was yeah. flying. Oh my goodness! And now just look they at burned him. They burned it's him. It's sad. It's sad. They burned him. Yeah. Now, uh, I think he he turned down a deal to go to Turkey, didn't he? Something like yeah. that. Well, yeah, yeah. It fair was, enough uh, to the guy. Like you're not going to go to a bottom table Turkish team, you know? Like yeah. He's yeah. got some pride, I think. Like, okay, he's fallen off massively, massively, massively. But okay. Can I? I just want to address this comment. This, from Red Hip Hog says BL should have the role that Balbuena had three years ago, creating from the flanks. Um, Pep BL is a 26 year old central attacking midfielder that played for Zaragoza and played for Copenhagen. Like, he was a big fish in a small pond at Copenhagen. He helped get them to the Champions League group stages. One of the reasons Copenhagen sold him was because there was a clause. Copenhagen would have to pay Zaragoza a rather big fee if Copenhagen qualified for the Champions League and BL played. So just the comparison here between asking Pep BL to do what Valbuena did three years ago. Guys, when Valbuena arrived, at, even at age 33, 34, we're talking about a former French international player with over 50 caps for the French national team. Like, we're talking about a serious professional footballer. Like, high level, was world class with character. Like, this guy's been through shit. Like Marseille, Lyon, he played for Marseille, went to Russia, went back and played for Lyon. It's like leaving Olympiacos and going to play for Panathinaikos or the opposite. Like, Valbuena is a serious you need get this like the guy's a leader. Yeah. We have to manage our expectations a little bit. That's one of the reasons I'm bringing this comment up. I think Biel is a really nice player, but I don't expect you know I get the I get the point, but don't expect Biel to be what Valbuena was 
three years ago. Save yourself the disappointment. Hopefully, James Rodriguez comes in with motivation and stays fit and he can be with the quality that he has he can bring some things on the field that Valbuena did I don't know if he has don't think he has the same leadership qualities but but he 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 was at that world-class level yeah no and also I just saw a comment Costas Fortunis is still here they extended his contract yeah yeah how does that work Someone explain that to me. How does that how does that work? Like it makes no sense. None of this makes why did we sign Thomas just for the sign Hamas? None of it makes any sense. It like you know what I'm this is why I was joking, go full Turkish, because we're so we're full Turkish here, you know? Like there's no logic in these signings anymore. It's just Hamas is gonna sell jerseys. Like it seems like they got almost a head rush from the Marcelo signing. So they were like, let's do another one almost. It, it makes no That's a good sense. point, actually. It makes no sense. And yeah, I, I, I know our savior at 10, Gustavo Scarpa is coming in January too. That's the story, supposedly, which supposedly what we were told. Um, so... Yeah, this is an opinion. Um, Andy, uh, good friend, says there are some like us that still believe in Carlos. Let him work this team, even if we fail. Failure is not a bad thing. We can build a winning team in the end. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, do people do we have the patience? And yes, is, yeah. is, but also, is Corberan the man to do it? Is he the man to do it? Is does he have know. the background to do it? You know, maybe we is. need to accept like this is Olympiacos now, like losing three nil at home in Europe. That's it. Like that's our level now. You know the. Obviously, what no one your... has to accept that, but for this year, maybe that's it. You know. What are your guys' expectations from Karabag? Uh, I said it at the beginning of the show, mate. I um, I think it will be a footballing miracle if we finish third in this group. Carabag's yeah. a good team. They thrashed on three 0 Like yeah, I'm not, right. I, I'm not at all, I'm not at all surprised. Like that's a clear score, three 0 Says yeah. a lot. Like they're, they're a good team. It's not <laughs> people. I, I laugh at people that I hear on the radio talking about. Oh, we're going to go to Carabag and we'll get confidence there like i i just that's the thing right like do we um, go there or they come here or they come to they're, they're, they're going they're coming to us first but um maybe that's even worse i don't know i think i think i think i may have mentioned this either over a tweet or in a discussion with labrador but again like everyone's kind of talking about you know if if Corberan goes then who who who's uh who's coming in and i just brought up a comment that um Dionysus Vervales, he he didn't even do a show tonight. He was so pissed off. Um, and he made some comments about about uh, Corberan, and it seems like he's already on his way out. I've seen some some uh, Instagram posts as well from some rather, uh, let's say, prominent figures. It's fans. coming. It's coming. Like, that's the thing as well. Like, there's no coming back. This is all the 
you can read the tea leaves out of that. It's not like Chelsea or Arsenal. It's not like a British club where they play their cards to the chest. Things leak at, at the like to fans, to jur- to journalists, quote unquote journalists, and and you can sense it. Corberan is fucked. Like you you can tell from the fans and from the journos what they've been told and what they're secretly letting out. It's probably not tonight, but you can tell. Like it's like reading the tea leaves, you know. Like you have to sort through it a bit. Like it's not like. It's really different because it's not like you're French or your English club. It's like you need to like it's it's a Balkan type club or Turkish type style club. You like it's a Greek club. Olympiakos is a Greek club. You sort through the tea leaves, you know, you gotta look through all the variables and then you're like, Corberan screwed. That that that's kind of like what the tea leaves is telling you. This isn't again like people are gonna be like Labro wanted Martins out, now he wants Corberan out. No, like, literally, that's not what I'm trying to say. Like, what I can say is, what I can tell is that management is giving up on Corberan. I can feel it, and I can see it in the media, in the journos, in everything. They don't post anything without approval or from conversations with the club. Let's make that very clear. And when they start talking about Corberan's finished, he can't turn it around. When did they say that about Martins? Only after he lost 4-0 with Maccabi Haifa, they started questioning Martins. What does mm-hmm. that tell you? It says everything you need to know about Olympiakos and Greek football and how things are run in these clubs. So that, that's my main point. The moment the journos start questioning Corberan, or any coach, Jovanovic, whoever, done. It, that, that's the Greek reality. That's that's it. I just want to, yeah, coming back to that point that Andy raised. I think um, we talked about Mitchell earlier, and uh, a lot of you will remember going into that Anderlecht game, where you know everyone knew that if. We lose that game against Anderlecht away. Mitchell's gone. And in that first half, I was at that game, by the way. In that first half, um, the Serb that's playing for Fulham, God, what's his name now? I'm having a brain fart. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, Mitrovic. Mitrovic had a penalty in the first half, saved by Roberto. They had a couple of shots. Um, Anyway, we ended up winning that game 3-0 with a Mitroglu hat-trick. And then we we went on to getting uh, playing Manchester United in the last sixteen. My point is, Guardiola needed he needs a game like that. Yeah. That's probably what he needed tonight, but he didn't get it. And I just yeah. it, it, it is it is like like Labro said, like the atmosphere's be, been building around him. Uh, he's a he's an easy full guy. He's an easy target. It's easy to just pin it on him and say, all right, next. But they um, want you can feel they they maybe they don't want it, but they're like we just spent all this money on Bakambu, uh, new six we brought in James Rodriguez, whatever. Like we want to put a new coach now. We want to put a celebrity coach. We want to put a big name, get the fans going. Like blah blah blah. You can't go half Turkish. I think somebody said you it's can't go year. half Turkish. You <laughs> go full Turkish, like because. Olympiakos held for a long time to not do shit like this, where it's like, 
big name, bam, like, like we did that sometimes, right? We did that, but it's not like your whole summer was like big name, washed, bam, like we just went full Turkish, like you know, we we we've gone full. So now, that's my that's my line. You go full Turkish with the players, you might as well go full Turkish with them. I mean, Gorvedan is still a new coach for us. He's been here for what, like three months at most? A month, man. A month. A month? He's been here, yeah, he's been no. here 10 games for a month. That's what I'm saying. And he's led us to actually some miracles already, it feels like. I mean, yeah. two penalty shootout wins, right? I mean, I don't know, man. It's it's yeah. it's tricky. It's tricky. Yeah. Um, I want to see Corberon be the guy that's able to turn this around, but that's not going to happen um, overnight, uh, obviously. Uh, it's yeah. going to take a long time, an extended period of faith from the fans, which we're clearly not willing to give. That's nothing against us necessarily. That's just true. I mean, we're used to winning. We're used to immediate success. We're used to dominating the league. If we don't dominate the league this year, I'd be sh- I'd be shocked. I I wouldn't believe it. Right. So <laughs> that may be uh, the call to to bring you to sleep. Also, we have more guests uh, showing up. Stefan, thank you so much for coming on. Um, thank you for your time in uh, Levadia. Have, have a great evening, man. Thank you, you so too. much. Thanks, Stefan. Bye. Who are we bringing next, Costa? You, you, you decide. Oh, God, we have two got, people. Two people lining up. Okay, well. Uh, Should we do both yeah. at the same time? I don't yeah. think we've ever done that. Now, before we bring in the next guest again, guys, um, don't forget to like. doesn't cost you yeah. anything. Subscribe if you haven't done so already. You can come onto the show, share your views with us. We open up the lines. Um, so, yeah, before, I think, first come, first served. We've got Yorgos, I think, calling in from, from the UK, if I remember well. Yes, 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 yes. Hello, calling in from the UK. How are you guys? How are you? Yeah, long yes. time no see, mate. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I just come in the bad days, don't I? <laughs> Misery love company. What can I say? Well, first of all, um, congratulations, Costa, uh, for Thanks, becoming... Mate. What your third child now? Congrats! Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully a new uh, gay international uh, seven member as well in the future. That's but, yeah. Um, okay, where can we even start from today? I mean, to be honest, we were expecting it. Let's be honest. I mean, after Volos, after um, Nantes, I wasn't expecting a miracle today. And to be honest, we're kind of lucky. We didn't concede more than three. I think. And I mean, from the first minute, we didn't. It was a depressing show. We didn't. We didn't. See, we didn't see anything positive from our players. I think we didn't see any passion. Anything. It was like half of them didn't want to be there. And I guess another thing I would I would like to talk about because I mean, we. I'm sure I, kind of, I joined kind of late to the show. I'm sure you guys talked about the game today, but I just want to talk about the signings and this mess of a summer it's been. It, it's been. I mean, I, I've watched all the qualifiers. I've watched pretty much all the games this season. And I mean, something interesting, and I heard the commentators talk about it. If you look at our starting 11, we played against Maccabi in our first game compared to now. I don't... How many players are still there? Probably Vouchlik and Vila. Five. Okay, five. 
it just it, that's I think that's all you need to know about us right now. We we've, we've literally chucked away half. Uh, not chucked away, sorry, because we didn't get rid of them. They're still in the team, but they're just not here. We have a bloated 40-player squad. We have most of the players don't want to be here. We can't get rid of them. We've got a coach that couldn't get a preseason in. We literally chucked him in, in basically the fire, and we got lucky with the penalty shootouts. And now we're just expecting miracles from him. I mean, the last couple of days, the signings we've done as well, like this summer, there's just been such a mess. And I just want to hear... I mean, your thoughts about it? Because, I mean, I'm just getting frustrated because we it seems like we brought in like 10 players this summer. And I mean, seven of them, I don't see anything good about them. De La Fuente, Zenkinago is already gone out the window. AK-47, what was that about? I mean, it, it's just such a mess going on. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just frustrating, I guess. Oh, mate. Um it's fine for you to vent your frustration. Like I think a lot of us are doing that tonight. Um, in terms of the signings, yeah, I think the way I described it earlier is just football manager gone wrong. Uh, particularly, particularly the last. Yeah, I mean, again, like I'm not, I'm not playing down the fact that we've brought in a player like James Rodriguez, who you know we probably never dreamed that we'd. Siolibiagos, like with Hamid Rodriguez and Marcelo in the lineup. But like Labra says, a lot of it is ifs and buts. Like if Marcelo's fit, when Marcelo's fit, if Hamid uh, Rodriguez is motivated, uh, if he, you know, there's just a lot too many ifs. And um, and yeah, I, I um, the, the way I see it, actually, and I, I don't think I mentioned this already today, is that essentially, we have said before that Corberan is asked to do a restart, like hit the reset button and start again. But he's doing it during a period where you're playing every three days and you don't have time to like train the squad barely, like to pass your ideas. You're doing that as an inexperienced manager with a dressing room that's bloated and like filling up with more and more characters that don't know each other yet. And you're trying to impose yourself as a 39 year old manager with limited experience so uh now now the situation we find ourselves in is like potentially hitting the reset button again so it's like a restart of the restart if we decide to to sack this guy um but yeah i guess i i want to put you on the spot and i'll probably ask i will ask the same question to our next guest who's waiting um what do you do what do you do now like do you stick with him and you give him time like the there's 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 like on on some of the last shows we said we want to be in a position ideally by november by the world cup where we finish third in the group to get to conference and we want to stay near the top like near the top in the league yeah. because there's a long way to go in the league there's playoffs this season the playoffs might actually matter like this season, the Super League might actually be interesting. So what do you do? Do you sack the guy? Do you sack the guy and risk embarrassment? Like maybe they don't care. Do you sack the guy? Would you get a new manager? Um, okay, before I go into that, I just want to ask one question. Doesn't Rodriguez play as a cam? Hammers? Yeah, Hammers. Yeah, he's been playing on the left as well. I saw on... Um, Wait... Wait, I just realized. Then why did we bring 
That just seems a bit steep because why did we bring PL and then we're bringing Rodriguez <laughs> as well? That's Good question. Point. Why did we re-sign Fortuny to another contract yeah, as I mean, well? And we also that's have why manager, That's why it's football manager gone wrong. I don't understand. It's like when you play football manager and you don't have the technical director and you're like, oh, I'll make all the transfers. I don't need the scouts or technical director. And then it's like August 30th and you're like, oh, shit. And then you look at like who's on the transfer list or the free transfers or free agents. And you're like, well, I just signed like a 30. You're six years in. You find like a 35 year old like Mbappe or something you're like oh shit wow he's still about and he's on a free like let's do that you know yeah, that's just wow I, I mean I just realized yeah I mean that's wow this comment here this is something that that, that, that we have talked about and I, I know that that, that, that Lava you agree with this as well and I agree there are players yeah. on this roster that should have left and they should have gone cheaper like why were we asking 15 million from yeah. uh, for, for Madi Gamara or 15, 16 million for Ruben Semedo when Benfica wanted him a couple of years ago. Like, yeah, we gave him a new contract, but like, look what, you know, we've got to, we've got to learn how to sell players. We've yeah. got to learn how to sell players. And we didn't sell literally anyone. I think we, we sold Tiquinho for like a million to Botafogo. Did we sell anyone this season? No, just no it was just loads. Yeah. Anyways, back to the question you asked me, and that's my last point I would also like to talk about, and I'll, I'll leave uh, for the next guest. So before I go into that, that is another thing, especially with the news in Greece, is and something that's worrying, is how divided we are. Because we're obviously in a very bad situation right now, which we never wanted to be in, and everyone wants to blame someone, you know? Someone has to be blamed for this. You know, everyone's trying to blame someone. So you have some people wanting to blame the manager, some people wanting to play, uh, blame the players, and some wanting to blame the management and the, the people behind the scenes. Now, the thing with Corberan is, you know, when he first came in, I mean, I was, we would, I mean, yes, we didn't win a single game. And at, but at the end of at the end of the day, he did what we wanted him to do, just get us to the Europa. He didn't do it in the prettiest way. It doesn't matter though. We we got through, even though there were penalty suits shootout. After that, though, I was expecting a bit of progress. And that's the thing. I don't think we should sack him, of course not, because who do you bring in? And it just makes the situation even worse. You've got to give him some time. I was just expecting a bit of progress until now. And like for the for our loss, especially in France and today, he he does get the blame a bit, but at the same time, I just I just feel like if there was like a like a who's like whose fault it is it, like a like a list, it would probably be management, players, and he would be lost. But yeah, I mean, I I think we have to keep him because who do you bring in? I mean, we're, and it just makes it even worse. They're like, probably we just... looking for someone right now because I think Sunday, if he loses with Aris, he's probably done. Yeah, if he if he loses to Aris, I I, I don't see a way back because the international breaks coming yeah. up, and then I just think they'll kick him. I but... think they're they're on the phone making calls probably to a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But I, still, I think I don't they're think looking for is... that big name, like they were looking with Hamas, like they were looking with Marcelo. They're looking for the big name, you know, that kind of. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, hopefully, but at the same time, you know, I am a fan of Corberan. I mean, I did watch him a bit towards the end of the la of last season with all the playoffs and all the like final matches in England because I'm from the UK. I, I like his football and I, I just think it's just because it was in a such he's in such a bad situation right now. Like if he had a yeah. preseason, things could have been different. But at the same time, I mean, it's going to be a tough year. We know that. I mean, Europe, I think. It's already out the window, I think. Best case scenario, we go to the conference. And I, I, I do think we're going to struggle in the league. Because you see Panathinaikos, unfortunately, they, they do have a strong team. And yeah, I mean, when we're dropping points, I know it's early on, but it is getting worrying. All right. Well, well said, man. Honestly, well said. For someone who doesn't do this podcast, like consistently that was really well put like and very <laughs> like shit like i was very impressed by that man like call it Thank more you. often you know have to <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try i'll try you know, well, very nice to have you back on the show mate i appreciate um, it guys i appreciate it have a lovely yeah. night thanks yeah, mate you too, take man. care yes, Jorgo. yes 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 that was Jorgo from the uk absolute lad and let's go to our next guest. I think this one's coming in from Finland. Yash Fedano. What's going on, man? Tell us, like, uh, what's going through your mind tonight? We suck. Like, there's... Yeah, that's a... it's, it's impossible to see, like, light in the end of the tunnel right now. It's, we're so deep. It doesn't look, like, good at all. Do we get out of this group? Yeah, out of the Europe too. Like, <laughs> do, you, do, you think, do you think that do you think that we can get Conference League football? That's hard, but I think the coach needs to leave. Mm. You you don't lose three 0 at Karaiskaki to. Uh, uh, Okay, they were good, but like, like a mid-table German team and stay in the job, in my opinion. We didn't have a shot on target, can I just say? That's something that did I did not. not no, that, that's something that I didn't say earlier. Um, because, I mean, really, the game, is it really worth analysing? Like, we, we talked about the fact that there was Plus, no... I was barely even watching the game tonight, too. Like, I've become so disenfranchised. Also, your your kids were, were, were pulling my hair and pulling on my shirt i thought little george was gonna kill me but okay but also the football is like i've seen this story for two years you know like after the first goal and i turned to costa i'm like this feels like haifa 2.0 man like i don't know if i even want to really watch this and so i was of course i'm watching but you know it's not like it's like more like you're required to watch this it's not like oh i'm excited olympiakos is playing like let's do it let's do it no it's like this is this is almost like a job at this point to watch this team fail because yeah and there's like nothing to build on there's nothing good right now the offense yeah. is not good the defense is not good the midfield is not good no one's like okay some people are average but no one's good so we have nothing to build on when when inbom huang has been in the midfield we saw something 
Yeah, but that's we 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 saw we saw improvement from what we saw previously. We didn't have a player like that in midfield. Um, and I know I know Ari's Ari's not on the show, and he'll probably make this point. So I'll, I'll kind of make it for him. <laughs> Statistically speaking, like when Mvila in bomb and uh, and Biel are on the pitch this team is is a lot stronger in midfield and actually have those three ever played together have they played together yet biel and juan did they play together in the game that you went to one of the league games uh against the only yeah i yeah they did yeah i think he played Huang also fuck Huang was they they lied about him being injured. Like they're like Huang's training, he's gonna play with Nantes, and then he didn't play in Nantes, he didn't play. I, Martial and I were sitting there watching him limp out of the locker room, like where the press are, and I was like, Oh shit, he looks hurt. And then no one said anything. So I was like, Oh, maybe he had a cramp. He he was hurt. He like walked out of the locker room like physically hurt, and no one said anything. Like there were reporters there, and they just like literally didn't even notice or like I don't know. Super interesting, actually. That's a that's a funny story because we saw him limping. We're like, oh shit, did he pick up a knock? No one wrote anything. Didn't know. Game day day of the game with Nantes. It was like Inbom Huang is dealing with an injury and out. It's like what? Like why was this not reported earlier? But anyway, that's how it goes. Yeah, um, we're talking about this situation, and this is a very pertinent comment I find from yeah. Red Hip Hog. About Bilic saying Olympiacos is a big club, but uh, timing's bad. Yeah, I think I've said this before many times. Anybody who chooses to take this job is a bit of a madman right now in this in the current situation, and I tend to agree. You've got to throw a lot of money at anyone, um, and only a big name is going to do it right now. I've seen another comment as well that uh, the signings now might be signings that are being asked from a potential future manager. See, that's what I thought too. It's like, what way was Corvaran like? Get me James Rodriguez on the phone and Cedric Bakambu and Kasami. Does anyone think that Corb? You can see Pepiel as being a signing of Corberan. Like he likes the way Pepiel plays. He recommended him. But does anyone think Corberan like walked in? He was like, you know what? Get me James Rodriguez, Cedric Bakambu, Pajim Kasami. Maybe Omar El Abdelawi. Um, let me think. Also, that six from Hoffenheim. Let's get him on. You think he did that? Like, no. Who was doing this? We have no idea. But it's not Corberan. Like, he has no input in these things. He he probably if I he probably showed up and was like, oh shit, freaking James Rodriguez is here now. Like, what am I gonna do? This makes my job harder. Does James Rodriguez make his job that much easier? He probably brought in Pep Biel thinking that's going to be my 10. And now he's got Hamas who, like, from what I understand, is can barely run. He's, like, a bit washed. But, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Fetano, what do you think? Get rid of the manager, stick with him, bite the bullet, uh, sleep in the bed that we made. Like, what do we do? What do you think? Get rid of the manager. Like, now I'd, I'd actually go full Turkish right now. I'm not even kidding. You go full Turkish. See, you yeah. don't just go half Turkish. You go full Turkish. So uh, I, I do Galatasaray right now. You just full Galatasaray. Just like fuck it. It's like 
It's like one of those things, like I heard someone say, it's like Pasok in the good years, pre-crisis. Bazooka, like pre-crisis, baby. Pasok, just like, screw it. Bottle service, we'll pay in five years. Who cares, you know? Like, that. that's <laughs> it. <laughs> also, can you, can I, you, you've got to write this quote down, man. Like full it? Yeah, maybe that you, sticks from... You can't go half Turkish, you've got to go full Turkish. <laughs> Concept, concept. Do you want to make the T-shirts? Like, yeah, like, make the know. shirt. Some DMs. Turkish guy would see the shirt and be like, "Hell yeah, you gotta go full Turkish." It's like, no, it's, it's not. Yeah. But what but, are we um, gonna do with like we we brought in three big players who can play in Europe that will probably be starters in the Greek league? Are we gonna play like a second team in the Europe and a better team in Greece? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, because. Uh, this guy's actually a good player. <laughs> no, he but is he, a very good player. I, yeah. I don't get the whole context of how this happens, but the other yeah. ones you can see very clearly, like James Rodriguez. Like someone picked up the phone. It's like, you're a free agent. Come. Yeah. Kasami, you're a free agent. Come. But like this guy, I'm a bit confused. I can't. I mean, I asked around, or we asked around about this player, um, Samaseku, who's coming in on loan, apparently with an option that's above 12 million euro. Uh, this is a player that signed for Hoffenheim from uh, Red Bull Salzburg for more than, I think it was more than 16 million, 18 million they paid for him. Um, and he was a gem at Salzburg. We know these Red Bull teams are, like these, these Red Bull teams are, we've played them in friendlies the last two seasons and they've beaten us easily if there's um, a way to run the team it's like the red bull way and then like four million like kilometers away it's like the olympiacos galatasaray way it's like screw the scouting boys like i just heard a big name who played for real madrid get him on the phone like maro icardi hasn't scored a goal in three years fuck it we'll pay like you know what i mean it's like it's like this way versus like the red bull way where they're like oh i don't know anyway yeah um, this is a nice comment. Remember the build-up, Semedo at the back, Guillermo in midfield with the with the diagonal balls, Bukalagis, Omar and Simikas and Padense on the wings with the overlaps from the fullbacks. Yeah, mate, that 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 that's that's just there was chemistry, chemistry. There was chemistry in that team. It was a well-drilled, well-oiled machine, whatever whatever you want to call it. Mm. Well, you guys know Aris is going like a small scale full full Turkish too. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> just, 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 just explain. Uh, wait, 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 what was it? Somebody's asking, what the hell are we talking about with the half Turkish, full Turkish thing? Just explain it one more time. No, so okay, so what I understand from Olympiakos, there's no sporting director at Olympiakos right now. So, what do Turkish clubs do? Turkish Turkish clubs essentially what they do is. And they bring in big name players who play for big clubs who are maybe past it and they pay a lot of money and wages for them to do it. But so Olympiakos has done that. They bring in high wage players, high blah, blah, blah players. They put their chips in with all of these really expensive contracts, but they need to go full Turkish. And what does full Turkish means? It means firing Korberan and finding a washed up big name manager. So I need to go to the list. Just as long as it's not Rafa Benitez, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but, like, we just need that manager who coached Real Madrid, PSG, something like that, failed in China, in the Middle East, and wants to come back to Europe. That's our guy. That's who we need. And that's full Turkish, baby. Like, that's it. 
and Turkish clubs all went bankrupt at some point. Let's not talk about that because we're living the good moments right now. So we're <laughs> we're, we're we're not we're not talking about that. It's pasok pre-crisis, baby. Like we're living good. Like I just bought another bottle of vodka, put it on the credit card. Some German guy will pay. Who cares? Oh, you know, like we're we're going <laughs> we're going. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, Jesus. Um, TF91, thanks a lot for the donation, mate. Um, hey guys, I don't think Corbelan's a bad coach. At least he's not sleeping on the bench. He accepts his full responsibility. But if he left, do you think Bilas Boas would be an option? Also, mm. congrats, Costa. Thank you very much, my friend. Um, as a as a Tottenham fan, mm, I don't really want to see. Him. He kind of sucked. Even OM fans hated him as well. Yeah, I, yeah, he was their manager when we when we played them that that season. We what was it? Yeah, we we beat them at home, wasn't it? And then we lost the way to them. I don't know. Nah, I don't fancy it at all. I don't fancy it at all. Vilas Boas. I'm I'm fed up of Portuguese managers in general, mate. I'm not. I'm. Oh, I wouldn't be. He's perfect. He's perfect. <laughs> he coached Chelsea, of course, Porto, Tottenham. He failed in China. I, I think we found the man for us, guys. We've done it. Whoever, <laughs> I think that's the one. Like, that's a nice CV. He failed in China. Did it <sighs> years ago? I don't know. I like it. I like the option. Also, I'm joking right now. I would clearly, to be honest, some guy said, like, am I the only one who doesn't like these transfers? I hate these transfers. Did I go to the Marcelo signing ceremony? Yes, because it was pretty – I've never seen anything like that. It was like a historic moment. But are these transfers terrible? Yes, they're horrific. Like, Have you, oh, seen, man, this, have you seen this rumor, like this crazy rumor going around that Zinedine Zidane is <laughs> Zinedine Zidane doesn't even come to Greece for vacation. He's going to come uh, <laughs> for Olympiacos. What? Come on. Yeah, like, bring Ronaldo with him. Bring Ronaldo. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. What do we live? What do we live? Like, I... Well, you know, guys know Pedro Martins is still available, so... <laughs> he hasn't failed in China yet. I want a manager who's failed in China. Like I, oh, dear Lord. or the Middle East again. Like I need to go back to my can candidates. Like, um, yeah, we need someone who's played, for, who's coached a huge team fifteen years ago, and recently failed in the Middle East. I'll go to my list and look. Why does Corbelan's appointment feel so much like Victor Sanchez and Oscar Garcia, though? Is it just me? Eh. It's different. It's different, but it's the same, if you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> There's a thing. It's like a feeling like of someone being a fall guy, almost. Like, you know, kind of being the fall guy. Victor Sanchez, he was a bit over his head, and, like, that was a shitty... Think about that. Like, Olympiacos fired that guy after two bad games basically right yeah it was against the hapoa hapoa tel aviv yeah was it uh, no 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 it could be like people forget since martins was here so long ago it is like the olympiacos dna to like fire a coach in the weirdest circumstances for no reason like how many coaches have been here longer than a year or something you know what i mean like we it is what we do 
we fire coaches like that is our that's our D, dna you know pre-martins like we're we're blinded by martins the good years the good years but like olympiacos fires coaches very fast so i don't know we're we're about an hour and a half into the show yeah. and, i need to go uh, because i have to get right <clears throat> tomorrow at like seven in the yeah. morning yeah guys so and i'm I, probably yeah. gonna be up all night um myself but um I, I want to kind of wrap this show up a little bit um, on the following lines because it's another it's another tough night, but another night where I suppose it's expected. Uh, I personally thought, again, it would be a miracle to get even a draw tonight against Freiburg, a team that's sitting second in the German Bundesliga. Um, what I want to say is that I think what, what we've been doing with transfers, it's... Um, to an extent, it's pulling the wool over our eyes. Um, on the other hand, I think uh, I think if if we try and try and think of a long term perspective, uh, I know that's very far away. It, it does feel, to a certain extent, like we're trying to build for next summer. And um, I don't know if we've managed to let players go uh, because that that was that was mentioned last night by. Nikos Kotsis, the seeming authority when it comes to these things. Um, my <clears throat> my point is is that what we what we have seen this summer is defying all football logic. For me, we've talked about the bloated squad too much, or too many times. Um, in a normal football team, you make three four signings in the summer. The last time we did that was Martinez's second. Second year, second season at the club, when we bought in El Arabi, and I want to say no, not Guillerme. El Arabi and Valbuena came in the second season. They bought those two players in. I think Podense too. Podense, Podense was there the first season against Burnley. When we went to the championship. Burnley, Dynamo Kiev. Oh, like, he yeah. was there. Cool, cool, cool. He was there. He was wearing the fifty-six. Yeah. First season. Um, but yeah, like they wanted go. a clear out, man. Like we needed a clear out. We needed a Martins like clear out, and it never came. And no, it's now... because, it's like we said, they never they took too long to to realize that, and we're paying for it. Like double, triple, quadruple. Like this is. And and the one thing holding hope is like if the ifs and buts all go right, it's like if Marcelo is healthy and fit, if James wants to play football and can run, like if Cedric Bakambu, who like literally got chased out of the port of Marseille by their fans, like is good as well. Maybe he is. He's like El Arabi-esque, was like amazing in China. We love people amazing in China or the Middle East, so maybe he's the man, you know. I, um, you, you, there, there's so many ifs. It's like, can Manolas run again and play football? Maybe, like maybe if he does decide to be a footballer again, like that would be great for Olympiacos. Can Versalco stay on the pitch for more than one game in a, or two games in a row? Maybe. Can Vachelik jump to catch a cross? Maybe. I, that was a bit mean. But anyway main point is a lot of ifs and buts and maybe if they all go right and if they all work out Olympiacos will turn it around that's the bet we've made that's the bet we've made 
like I said earlier, it's time to go full Turkish and bring in the Stark coach. Again, that's not my opinion. This is what they have done, and this is what they should do. If you make signings like this, you're not Red Bull Salzburg. You're not Red Bull Leipzig, right? You don't even have a technical director. <laughs> you don't even have a technical director. Should we wrap up? Please wrap it up because I want to go to sleep. And uh, there is, there is one, I there is, live this night. Yeah. There's one more thing I want to talk about very quickly. And uh, there, we've received messages about this during this live. We've received messages on our socials. A Korean vlogger was attacked outside the Karaiskaki Stadium. Um, we can't not talk about this. It's it's obvious we condemn this kind of act. It's yeah. cowardly. It's bullying. It's criminal what they did to this guy. Um, we are in contact with some folks to, to try and see what we can do. There is a photo. There is a photo out on social media with with pictures of the faces, tattoos and stuff of, of the folks that are, well, these animals that attacked a South Korean vlogger that went to a game on a Thursday afternoon in Athens to go and watch a football game and was attacked. So um, we're, we're trying to do whatever we can. Guys, um, we'll put up, uh, we'll, we'll, we can share the picture, like share it on your socials. Like we have to find these guys and these guys shouldn't be, they don't have a place. They don't have a place in the stadium. I don't know what to say. Like I'm just so, I'm, I'm, I'm angry beyond words. And yeah. Labrador, maybe you can put it better. No, it's a disaster. Like you want people to, you make it near impossible to buy tickets without your Amca card and blah blah blah, and then you have some people who figure it out, spend time, and go to the stadium, and you attack them for coming, buying Olympiacos merch, showing Olympiacos to the world. It's disgraceful, and it, that bad name that so many people from abroad think, oh, Greek football stadiums are scary and dangerous. We're not going to go. Olympiakos is a dangerous place to go to. It just destroys the club's reputation and really makes it difficult to build fan base abroad. That's all I'll say about that, and I hope the police catch the people who did this and they'll never step foot ever again in uh, in the stadium. They should be banned for life. That's Amen. It. Amen. And on that note, uh, Fetano, thanks for joining us as well, mate. Um, thanks, mate. Until until next time, guys. Do forget don't do not forget to like and subscribe if you haven't done so already. Um, thank you also to our sponsors, uh, BetUS. If you're a betting guy, you can head over to betus.com.pa. Use the code Gate Seven INTL that's across the screen there, and you can get a hundred percent boost your first deposit um go and check that out guys available in selected countries we are gate seven international until next time guys adios